the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Israeli military said its aircraft hit an ambulance on Friday, saying that Hamas fighters were using it to carry weapons. Here's BBC's Mark Lowen. Hamas says that 15 people were killed in that attack. Hamas says they're civilians. Israel says it was a Hamas terror cell. And they say, again, they have detailed evidence and maps showing that Hamas operates underground command centers underneath the Al-Shifa hospital. Josh Kroshauer, editor of the Jewish Insider, says too many universities in this country have tolerated anti-Semitism in the wake of the deadly Hamas attacks against Israel. You've been seen on, on, on dozens of, of, of campuses across the country, pro-Hamas chants, pro-Hamas rallies. The notion that uh, actual advocacy for terrorism is something that is, is, is indulged and tolerated by university leaders. Kroshauer was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network, and this is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Former President Donald Trump is indicted yet again. Senator Tom Cotton. I think it's another politicized prosecution that's more befitting of a third world banana republic than our great country. Join us for our program and sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11, here on AM 1280, The Patriot Intelligent Radio. Check out the Patriot Half-Off Deals program at am1280thepatriot.com. There you can start saving 50% or more on great products and services right here in the Twin Cities. That's am1280thepatriot.com and click the Half-Off Deals icon to check out the Patriot Half-Off Deals program. From the Genovations Regen Weather Center, mid-40s, mostly sunny today. Tonight's low about 36. Into Sunday for tomorrow, cloudy with a high in the mid-50s with breezy wind conditions. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Uh, going on 23 years, no, 22 years, I guess. It's You lose count after a while of uh, documenting the world as I see it, five days a week, sometimes more. Uh, it's at shotinthedark.info. That is, of course, my show prep five days a week for this. For 19 and a half years now, uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, the Twin Cities' foremost media outlet of any, ki- uh, any type, radio, print, uh, video of any kind, all of them, uh, dominating all Twin Cities media, along with my colleagues Jack Tomzak, the new guy, heard today, every Saturday from 3 to 5, 
Of course, uh, Brad Carlson tomorrow, the closer edition of the Northern Alliance from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. And, of course, King Banyan, one of the charter members of the NARN, Saturday mornings from 9 to 11 on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. So, uh, Northern, (laughs) over the years, perhaps one of the things that I and my blog have been the most famous for is the series of Berg's Laws. Uh, Things that started out as satirical, perhaps arguably humorous observations about life, politics, uh, observations about behavior, largely political, but not entirely. There's a few sports ones. There's a few uh, human sociology uh, laws. But among the most important uh, have been, I should say, as they started out as satirical or humorous or sarcastic, in almost every case, they have actually turned out to be absolute predictors of human uh, behavior, especially human political behavior, especially leftist human political behavior. The most famous is probably Berg's Seventh Law, which is essentially saying that when Democrats tell Republicans, when progressives tell conservatives that they are uh, somehow uh, tyrannical, uh, depraved in some way, uh, that, that they have no respect for democracy, they are essentially trying to draw attention from their own depravity and hatred of democracy. And we've seen that writ exceptionally large in recent uh, years here. Uh, it, I mean, it's it's been such a constant thing that that's why we call them Berg's laws, not Berg's suggestions or, or Berg's satirical observations. Uh, so, and of course, these things just keep on giving. These are gifts that, that just keep on giving and, and never seem to stop. And one of them is Berg's, uh, I'm going to uh, have to take a guess at this here and remember which law this is. I think it's the uh, it's the 16th or 17th law. Actually, I'm going to look this up here right now. I know this is dead air, fascinating stuff as I look for something online, something I should have done before the show. Uh, truth be told, I was wrestling with the, the studio computer here and didn't get a chance to look this up, but I will. And uh, the, the law that I'm referring to here is 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 an absolute uh, well it's a law for a good reason it's berg's 21st law of rhetorical evolution and it says and i quote when it comes to progressive policy yesterday uh, yesterday's observed joke is today's serious proposal and tomorrow's potential law and you hear that and you think oh yeah for example 10 years ago the idea that someone could say with a straight face uh, some men menstruate, and some women have male genitals, and you can just get over it. Fifteen years ago, you would have heard that, and you were, oh, good lord, this is this is a bit, right? This is this is a Monty Python bit that got cut from the script because it was just too far out, and nobody would buy it. And eventually it turned into the reality that many of us face, the idea that uh, not only do people accept this as absolute truth and, in fact, quote, science, end quote, but if you don't specify your pronouns and accept without questions the pronouns that others choose, however outlandish, however indeed unpronounceable, that it is, in fact, you who are the depraved one and that those would, in fact, become laws, Not just policies at at woke businesses, but actual laws being enforced 
by governments around the world and, yeah, around the country, 15 years ago, people would have said, you're, you're nuts. If this, if this were to happen, uh, A, it won't happen. This, you're, you're completely insane. And B, there's no way the voters will put up with it. And yet here we are. Hence, Berg's 24, uh, first law of rhetorical evolution. And I'm thinking about codifying a codicil, a, a, a expansion of that law, a, a narrowing but extension of what it says, which is to say, don't ever say a blue city has hit peak progressive lunacy. Because as soon as you say that, they will find one more step of lunacy beyond that uh, to which to go. And you're seeing that, I, I predict, I'm just going to go out and predict this right now. Minneapolis is going to be suffering, I'm sorry, holding city council elections, I believe this coming Tuesday, last I checked. Actually, as I have been reminded by Spencer for Hire, the producer who's in for G-Money today. Uh, I predict that Minneapolis will shift further to the left, that the Minneapolis City Council race will see the, the center of gravity in Minneapolis shift to the left. And I say this in contradiction of what some people who don't live in Minneapolis and don't observe Minneapolis politics, especially that of the Minneapolis DFL, which is more and more becoming a farm club for the DSA. You could say, wait, isn't the DSA the farm club? (laughs) We shall see, because I I think there's a fair case to be made that in Minneapolis, the student has become the master, as you might say. At any rate, the, the races in Minneapolis, you might think, could not possibly get any farther to the left. I mean, you look back two years ago, Two years ago, when the defund the police initiative was on the ballot and it got drubbed and it got drubbed improbably, one might think, most most seriously in the places where you would think if you follow the white progressive conventional wisdom, you might think that in the neighborhoods that ostensibly suffer the worst from police overreach and brutality, you might have thought they would have voted most most vocally for a radical restructuring and and changing to police funding and, and the model of public safety. But no, in fact, it was in North Minneapolis and along East Lake Street and the other most troubled neighborhoods, Phillips, uh, north of Lake Street, south of downtown, east of 35W, where the defund initiative got shellacked the hardest. And you might think, oh, and, and by the way, it went on from there. Ilhan Omar, of course, who is, is uh, a depraved individual in so many ways. I mean, more ways that I want to spend precious airtime on. If you've been listening to the show for the last uh, 10 years now, you know all about what Ilhan Omar is all about. I mean, she's like every other Minneapolis leftist, except more successful. It has a higher profile. You know, she's sort of... She's she's sort of the Barbie doll of the ex- extreme progressive crowd. At any rate, when Bar- when when you see Ilhan Omar facing a challenge from a 
lifelong Democrat and North Sider, uh, Don Samuels, who, at least on the subject of law and order, spent a campaign uh, trying to primary Ilhan Omar, talking like Barry Goldwater in his prime on the subject of law and order, and almost won. I mean, came the closest anyone has ever come to toppling Ilhan Omar in the uh, in the DFL primary for the 5th Congressional District last fall, which is, in effect, sorry to say, I mean, in effect, that is the election in Minneapolis for now. I mean, a lot of good Republicans have spent a lot of effort trying uh, to beat Ilhan Omar. And, by the way, next week we'll be talking with another one uh, who, in a just world, would be highly competitive. We're, we're going to be talking with Dahlia Alekidi who is, uh, has declared herself uh, in the race to run against Ilhan Omar in next year's race. And uh, believe me, if I have anything to say about it, there will be a turnout and, a, and a, the closest thing you will see to a red wave. And, and we will genuinely shock the world in Minneapolis if I have my way. And I will, again, if I have my way, I will bring Anna Kendrick to the inauguration. No, I don't want to. I don't want to sound pessimistic it's hard not to sound pessimistic when you're an inner inner city republican you have to keep hope alive we'll talk about that later on the show about life as an inner city conservative because honestly the the things i just said sound so beaten down and depressing and this is the last thing you can do that's the last thing you can do and all of you who have left minneapolis and st paul i get it i totally do but the world isn't changed for the better by people who go along with the status quo. It's changed for the better by people who change the status quo for the better, which is what you're trying to do always as an inner city conservative. So we'll be talking with Dahlia Akiti, one of those inner city conservatives who is knocking themselves out or will be knocking themselves out over the next year now to try and change that status quo. And of course, some of my favorite guests on the show are people who are doing exactly that, people like Sean Holster and Diane Knapper and, and all the other uh, people who have been making some serious moves to try and make the, the Minneapolis GOP more competitive. At any rate, at any rate, that being said, as of now, as of last year, the DFL primary is, in effect, the election. I say that with all due respect to C.C. Davis, the GOP candidate last year who ran a heck of a race. But it's an uphill race, as we all know, at any rate. Don Samuels came within a few points of toppling Ilhan Omar. And you might think that's a sign that maybe some things are changing for the better in Minneapolis. And in a sense, maybe it is. Those two election results, the the defund the police initiative getting shot down hard, the hardest in North Minneapolis, the hardest in the most uh, African-American neighborhoods where you would think The opposite would be true. And Ilhan Omar facing a significant law and order based challenge within her party. You'd think that might be a a good sign. And maybe sometime here, in a sense, it might be. Maybe. But just as in the movie Star Wars, after the Rebel Alliance scored a win, the Empire struck back. And the Empire has been striking back in Minneapolis, and we'll talk about that when we come back. By the way, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Join us, if you would. Love to have you on. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at Minneapolis.SalemSurround.com. I'm Mike Gallagher. Wednesday night, I'll be live from the third Republican presidential debate in Miami. Salem Radio Network and this great station will bring you all of the action. Will any of the candidates on stage have a breakthrough moment they desperately need? And what impact will this debate's outcome have on the GOP frontrunner, President Trump? You'll hear every minute of the debate. And I'll be live from the spin room before and after debate night this Wednesday, right here. Debate coverage begins at 7 p.m. November 8th on AM 1280 The Patriot. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight let one of our smart fares expert travel agents find the best price for you call smart fares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet 800-989-0841 800-989-0841 800-989-0841 that's 800-989-0841 This decade may be the worst one yet to retire in. That's why you need the most current retirement information. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson has been helping investors stay ahead of turbulent markets and money-grubbing politicians. Now, more than ever, you need to subscribe to Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. Bob makes sure his Retirement Watch readers are getting independent advice on all aspects of retirement. It's advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get 12 months of the newsletter. You'll also get five model portfolios. Plus, you'll get immediate access to the Retirement Watch private website with tons of special reports. You'll also get an online spending calculator to help you deal with inflation. Plus, exclusive conference calls with Bob Carlson, answering your retirement questions live, all for as little as $49.95. Try it for 30 days, and if you're not satisfied, cancel and we'll refund your money. Sound fair? Sign up today at RetirementElders.com. RetirementElders.com. That's RetirementElders.com. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, your local auto glass specialist. Take the hassle out of windshield repair at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join us on hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. On Twitter, Gab, MeWe, and Getter, but not Parlor, because it has, it's nailed to the perch. It's pining for the fjords. Sorry to say. We are also not on Mastodon. Because it is a cesspool of progressive echo chambers on top of echo chambers. What do you get when you get an echo chamber echoing itself within another echo chamber within another echo chamber? You get Mastodon. By the way, we are the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We're going on 20 years next March. 
And we are going to finally have our 10th anniversary party. That's just a given. We have to do this. It's, it's not even a question. We will have our 10th anniversary party sometime between now and next March so we can get our 20th anniversary up and going here. So, yes, Minneapolis is having a city council rate. Actually, so is St. Paul, but I, I don't anticipate a whole lot of churn there. But Minneapolis' city council race promises to, uh, well, basically cover the corollary to Berg's 21st law that I talked about earlier. Whenever you think a left-wing city can't possibly get any more lunatic, just hang on to your hats. Because until there is some major social shift, like, say, a world war or a genuine plague, not not Wuhan flu, but, like, I don't know, another rather the bubonic plague, some major destruction of society that makes everyone into a conservative because because really when everything is life or death everyone becomes a conservative and that's really what it's going to take maybe not that drastic but i'm at a loss for what is going to change this particular pattern codified as a corollary to berg's law that leftist cities will always go farther to the left there is no bottom to that barrel to scrape whenever you think you've got to the bottom of the barrel it only goes further. Uh, Jeremiah Ellison was one of the uh, Minneapolis City Council uh, members who, as an incumbent in 2021, almost lost. Now, this is the son of Keith Ellison. And he makes his father look like, I don't know, uh, Lindsey Graham. He is to the left of Keith Ellison, and that should tell you. So Keith Ellison, of course, the guy who was seen uh, snuggling up rhetorically to quote, anti, end quote, fa, before the last, uh, before the riots and before the pandemic, uh, is, is somewhere to his father's left. And yet, in the 2021 election, he came within a gossamer whisper of losing his seat uh, to someone who, I forget who it was, doesn't matter, but someone who looked at Jeremiah Ellison's record and said, you do realize this guy wants to abolish the police department and make Minneapolis even more dangerous. And in the inner city neighborhood Ellison represents, he almost got tossed from office, as did four members of the Minneapolis City Council that year. All of them uh, extreme left, well, what we used to think of as extreme left anti-police types. So Jeremiah Ellison, who's one of the flagship members of the of the DFL and the DFL Grievance Caucus on the Minneapolis City Council, uh, in, a, in a city council full of leading lights of the Grievance Council, Jeremiah Ellison was one of the highest profile, and he came within a whoof of getting tossed. And after the 21 elections, and even more so after the 22 elections, when Ilhan Omar came within yet again another whoof of, of getting tossed from office, you started to see some chatter on the extreme left. The extreme left. You might say, what? You mean like the extreme left that's already on the Minneapolis City Council? No. 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 What you thought was extreme left in 2018 and 2020 is now the norm. You started to see traffic. I mean, things that you've seen for years from the fringe, lunatic, far, 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 far left, going back to the 1990s. People who said, oh, the Star Tribune is conservative. People who say, Jacob Fry might as well be a Republican. Stuff that was, again, Berg's 21st law in action here. If you'd have said someone like a 
like a Jacob Fry or a Jeremiah Ellison or a Andrea Jenkins, the transgender woman who is the president of the Minneapolis City Council, someone who was elected on a platform that was so far to the left by even Minnesota standards that people thought there is just no way this person could possibly win an election. And yet this person is the president of the Minneapolis City Council. Berg's 21st law in action, if you'd have said 15 years ago that someone like Andrea Jenkins or Jeremiah Ellison would be considered too far to the center for the Minneapolis DFL, they would have laughed at you. And four years ago, the results at the polls would have proven you wrong. And today, they are all sweating bright blue bullets. Can I say bullets in relation to a Democrat and not having it called a hate crime or getting a red flag on me? It's, a, it's, a, it's an expression. It's a figure of speech, sweating really hard, not, not talking about any violence here. Come on, grow up. This article, uh, just quoting from an article from, uh, by a fellow named Kyle Stokes, uh, who's a writer at the Min Post, which is a, what used to be a, a liberal, uh, I should say, uh, progressive news outlet. Essentially, it's a retirement home for Star Tribune writers and NPR reporters who get laid off. It's funded by a little bit of advertising and a lot of money from progressives with deep pockets. I should say, not necessarily progressives in the sense of the people who uh, Berg's 21st Law is written about, but people who, the Mark Dayton crowd, okay? Mark Dayton was far to the left. Well, he he was center left by Minnesota standards, in 2010, and someone like a, a Keith Ellison was farther to the left, and someone like a Jacob Fry was farther still to the left, and someone like uh, Peggy Flanagan was kind of, or, or uh, some of the other people in, in, in the Minneapolis, uh, the Minnesota DFL squad, like uh, people of that generation. Peggy Flanagan, of course, the most prominent, the most powerful one, the, the quote, lieutenant governor, really the co-governor of Minnesota right now, would have been considered the, the, the goal line. The, not the, let's call, call it the, um, the, the, the out-of-bounds line to the left of, of the DFL's ideological football field. And then you started seeing, after the 2021 election, people who are aligned with even farther to the left, the, uh, especially a group that used to be seen as the DFL's farm club, the, the Democratic Socialists of America, the DSA. It's not a party that's officially on the ballot by itself, but it is a party that gives joint endorsements of its own that largely accompany but move to the left of the DFL endorsements. And that's right, to the left of the Minneapolis City DFL's endorsements. It, it's a, like, like not a few progressive organizations that, uh, that sort of serve as pseudo-political parties, like, like a group called Progressive Minnesota used to do in the past and still does to some extent, it, where it sort, sort of served as a third party of its own right, essentially driving the DFL further to the left. The, the DSA is that, but from an even farther left perspective than Progressive Minnesota. Progressive Minnesota 
was one of the groups serving as sort of a de facto third party that was that drove Minnesota, or at least drove the DFL far enough to the left to give us the likes of Mark Dayton. Now, you could say Mark Dayton, in retrospect, isn't that far to the left, but he answered to progressive Minnesota when he was, quote, governor, end quote. And now, progressive Minnesota has, at least in Minneapolis, been dethroned as the, let's just say, the, the, the party that is, let's just say the lead horse pulling the DFL sled. Let me get my metaphor straight here. The lead dog pulling the DFL sled farther and farther to the left. Progressive Minnesota actually comes across uh, to the center of the DSA. And the DSA, make no mistake about it, are the kingmakers in the Minneapolis DFL right now. So this brings us to the the piece by uh, Kyle Stokes at the Min Post. And I quote, Jeremiah Ellison's strategy for holding on to his Minneapolis City Council seat in next week's election hinges on boosting voter turnout in his ward. It's not a straightforward task. Ellison represents Ward 5, whose turnout rates have ranked at or near the bottom of Minneapolis's last four city elections. Uh, there's a pattern there, by the way. Ellison blames the trend on historic disinvestment and disengagement in the most racially diverse ward in the city. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Ellison has helped last weekend four of his city council colleagues who usually form the council's left wing voting block gather to canvas the neighborhood on Ellison's behalf. Even Ward 8 candidate Soren Stevenson locked his own tight race against more moderate incumbent Andrea Jenkins showed up to knock on a list of doors for the Ward 5 incumbent. Quote, we know what our opponent's ceiling is, end quote, said Ellison before they left on the routes, but it's so much of our strategy has always been turning out folks who don't often get engaged. That means we don't necessarily know what the floor is. We've always turned out people who've been ignored. And this, by the way, is a pattern in some of these districts that we'll talk about when we come back. All by way of saying that if you think Keith Ellison is too far to the left for Minneapolis's largest city, I would not take any action on a bet that he loses next week. Let's talk about that when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Some days, my active psoriatic arthritis makes it hard to get in the game. Now, the ball is in my court. Thanks to treating my skin and joints with Sky Rizzi. Rizinkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection for adults. Nothing is Sky Rizzi helps with less joint pain, stiffness, swelling, and fatigue. For those who also have plaque psoriasis, 90% clearer skin is possible with just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to SkyRizzy. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, there's nothing like clearer skin and better movement, and that means everything. Ask your doctor today about SkyRizzy and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Pro-life across America, the billboard people. 
Did you know my mom's gonna have a baby? She is? Will it be a boy? Or will it be a girl? We don't know yet, but we heard the heartbeat, and my dad said this is gonna be someone very special. You mean like being a president? Or maybe a doctor? Well, probably maybe like a singer or dancer, I think. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We know that every baby is a miracle and has the potential to do great things. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. China is attacking the U.S. patent system, stealing American innovations, and we are helping them do it. The Chinese Communist Party intends to surpass us and to be the world leader in innovative technology. Innovation Race, the shocking new movie from the Tea Party Patriots, exposes the truth. China will use our own technology to threaten our economic and military security. Dominating technology means you dominate the world itself. This is a race that we cannot afford to lose because we're not going to have a country. If China gains control over 5G technology with a flip of a switch, they could remotely turn off our phones, our cars, even our power grid. We've lost sight of what it is to protect this nation. We need to up our game. In today's high-tech world, there's no prize for second place. Watch Innovation Race. Available now on demand or DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Should you care to join me? And I hope you do. By the way, go to am12athepatriot.com for all of the specials, all of the programs, all of the contests, all of the everything. am12athepatriot.com is the font from which all good things in life spring. Short itself in its own, of the Almighty. Obviously, that is the font of all blessings, if you are a believer and, and who isn't. But short of the Almighty, am12athepatriot.com. Also does a pretty good job of bringing all of life's blessings to you. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. Should you care to join me now? I, I I spent already more time than I wanted to spend on the Minneapolis City Council elections, but I, I think it's important to know that Berg's twenty first law and the corollary that I'm in the middle of spinning up right now is in fact a law for a reason, uh, because I, I predict the following. And we'll see how this goes on Monday, or uh, sorry, Wednesday morning, Wednesday morning, when uh, hopefully, well, in theory, we should start seeing election results Wednesday morning. Although, since Minneapolis has ranked choice voting, it may be Christmas before we know for sure. But let's just say sometime between Wednesday morning and New Year's, uh, I'm going to predict the following. The, The Twin Cities DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America, have endorsed a number of candidates for Minneapolis City Council. Now, uh, a number of them are, pr- are predictable. They've endorsed Jason Chavez, Aisha Chugtai, uh, and Nelsie Yang. I'm uh, sorry, Nelsie Yang's in St. Paul. Uh, they have two candidates right now on the Minneapolis City Council, Robin Wansley in Ward 2 and uh, Jason Chavez in Ward 9. And by the way, it's it's impossible to 
say how far to the left they already are. I mean, Jason Chavez voted for uh, a pause, and Robin Wansley both voted for uh, a pause in clearing homeless encampments, uh, basically supported a temporary pause on clearing encampments of, uh, quote, unhoused people, and they both voted for the rent control uh, ordinance in Minneapolis. They both also voted to uh, oppose the strong mayor ordinance, and they both opposed uh, Cedric Alexander for Public Safety Commission. These are some bellwether votes in the Minneapolis City Council that kind of define how far to the left you are. And just to show you how far, I, I Jeremiah Ellison voted to pause the clearing of encampments and for rent control, and, but he voted for the strong mayor and he voted against Cedric Alexander. So he checks off three of the four left-wing checkboxes, and yet he's being challenged from the left. By the way, Soren Stevenson is challenging him, uh, actually has, is, is running his own challenge in Ward 8. Uh, Isha Chugtai, I'll see who's there. Oh, El- Oren Chowdhury is running for Ward 12. Of those five candidates, I predict that Robin Wansley and Jason Chavez and uh, Isha Chugtai cruise to easy re-elections. They, by the way, these are endorsed by the Democratic Socialists uh, of, of the Twin Cities. I predict that Soren Stevenson wins in Ward 8. And I think Oren Chowdhury is likely going to win uh, in the 12. By the way, Nelsie Yang will get reelected easily in Ward 6 for reasons we'll talk about in a moment here. And Wa Jung Kim uh, in, in Ward 5, I think, probably has a really, really strong chance of, of winning there. Because I believe it's an open seat. At any rate, those are the, D- uh, the Democrat Socialists of America endorsements for this upcoming election. And and I and part of it is because as the headline of the MinPost article about the race we just read from by Kyle Stokes says, quote, it's a turnout race. And one of the things you notice, as as the Stokes piece pointed out, is that Jeremiah Ellison's ward has very low turnout, which means all you have to do is drag a bunch of your constituents to the polls by any means necessary whether they be dispossessed and ignored people or perhaps uh, people from the DFL's three biggest constituencies, fictional Americans, uh, deceased Americans, and, uh, and, and, uh, and what was the other one? Anyway, two, two of the three biggest uh, candidacies in our constituencies in the DFL. Uh, you look at Ward 6, by the way. I think that's an interesting case, kind of along with, uh, in St. Paul, I should say, St. Paul's Ward 6, along with Jeremiah Ellison's ward in Minneapolis. As, as it's pointed out, th- that ward, represented currently by Jeremiah Ellison, and I, and I predict his, I, I have a, lo- a medium confidence prediction his political career ends or at least gets redirected back into the nonprofit industrial complex uh, after Tuesday or whenever the votes are counted. Uh, they tend these low turnout wards, these wards where people have just stopped going to the polls because, frankly, what's the point? Uh, the DFL endorsed candidate is going to run away with it, which you see in districts like like Jeremiah Ellison's district, and for that matter, Ward Six, the uh, Lower East Side of St. Paul. Interesting phenomenon there. The Lower East Side of St. Paul has exceptionally low turnout, which is why I predict the DSA candidate will win there. Because all you have to do is turn out the zealots and the dead people, and you could win because the turnout is putrid. That's why Leah Finke, the trans <clears throat> transgender woman 
who represents District 66A, also the Lower East Side of St. Paul, formerly represented by <laughs> the comical John Lesh, uh, is a place where you can get people like Leah Finke and John Lesh elected. The place with the low, the, the legislative district with the lowest turnout in St. Paul. Why is it low turnout? Because the DFL has dominated it to an almost hermetic seal level for decades. I mean, what's the point of even going to the polls in a place like Ward 6 in St. Paul or Jeremiah Ellison's Ward in Minneapolis, uh, Ward 5 in St. Paul? I'm sorry, Ward 5 in Minneapolis, Ward 6 in St. Paul, District 66A in uh, St. Paul for legislative seats, Leah Finke's seat. You, you you just bring enough zealots to the polls in a district that 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 where the turnout is that bad, you can get whack doodles or I, I, no, I'm not going to say whack doodles. I will say people who are so far out to the extreme that people in San Francisco these days are looking at them and going, huh, maybe not. See that that's where these sorts of things sneak in and take over. At any rate, and, and this is a. And by the way, I mean you've been seeing this for the last year. People on the far, 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 far left, I, and by far, far, far left, I mean today's far, 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 far left, are saying things like Jacob Fry is a conservative. Andrea Jenkins might as well be a Republican. And Andrea Jenkins, the transgender woman, who is the president of the Minneapolis City Council is being called, being to, might as well be a Republican. Jenkins voted for rent control and voted against pausing clearing encampments. Ooh, that's pretty radical. That's pretty, I mean, get out of the way, Lindsey Graham. Tom Cotton, you got competition out there on the right. No, it's garbage. It's complete garbage. Anyway. This is the the message. This is this is the intellectual battleground that the far 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 left, the the DSA, has been preparing for this election. It's trying to set up the idea that in a town full of people that may be smart enough to know that you shouldn't defund the police in the middle of a crime wave, and that defunding the police or radically restructuring it as basically Girl Scouts selling cookies out on the streets rather than enforcing the laws that Mary Moriarty won't enforce anyway, that that would be a, a bit of disaster. Even to even though in 2021 they knew enough not to vote for that, the idea of calling someone a conservative is electoral poison, or at least that's the theory they're trying here, uh, might work. These are the sort of people who say that the Star Tribune is a Republican newspaper. The sort of people who say that Jacob Fry is a moderate Republican. Of course he's not. That's stupid. That's demented. That's insane. More importantly, it's a lie designed to sway the votes of the gullible and the label. Uh, The people whose thought about the issues never goes beyond knowing a label in terms of critical thinking. That's what it's aimed at. And this has been the way that the DSA and the far left of the DFL, which is the mainstream of the DFL today, has been preparing the intellectual battlefield for Tuesday's race. So, yeah, I predict that all of the DSA's endorsements 
in Minneapolis will cruise to victory. Wansley and Chavez for re-election, Stevenson and Chowdhury for election. And I, I think Nelsie Yang is, a, is an absolute shoe-in for Ward 6, and I wouldn't bet against Wajung Kim uh, for taking Ward 5 in St. Paul on Tuesday. Uh, just you watch. You think Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul has been able to hold out against the madness? Oh, think again. Let's take a quick break. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Did you hear Michelle Tafoya interview Al Michaels? What about Bob Costas? Hear her fascinating take on those two and more on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. Would you like your mortgage paid for all of next year? Up to $18,000. Hi, this is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders Roofing. We're honored to be sponsoring the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Giveaway. We believe Jesus is the real Christmas miracle, and our desire is to share his gospel. If you enter daily through December 21st, you could receive an additional blessing this Christmas season. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and sign up today, and Merry Christmas from the Kingdom Builders. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot, Arby's Computer Service. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. 
Hey, Clean Comedy Night with author and comedian Jeff Allen's coming up Thursday, November 16th, 7 p.m. at the Celebration Church in Lake Bell. Tickets are available at uh, am12athepatriot.com. By the way, uh, if you go to am12athepatriot.com, you can get more info. You can get up to 10 bucks off the ticket. By the way, there's an extra special addendum to this. Did I just say addendum? It's addendum. A postscript. Uh, an, an addition. You can nominate your pastor for dinner with Jeff Allen. You can nominate your pastor to win four tickets to see comedian Jeff Allen. By the way, if you're a pastor and you don't you want to skip the middle, you can enter yourself, too. I mean, go for it. Two pastors will win four tickets each to the Jeff Allen performance. Dinner for two and Jeff Allen's book, Are We There Yet? Go to our sister station's way, a website, am980themission.com, to enter. That's dinner for your pastor, or if you're a pastor, maybe yourself, with Jeff Allen. And don't forget, Comedy Night coming up November 16th. Tickets are going fast. You're going to want to get in on this. And I might just have to try and get there. That actually looks like fun. Haven't been to a good comedy show in a while here. I need to do more of that. 651-289-4488, the number to call. So, we've been talking about the Minneapolis City Council election, and, and justifiably so. But I want to talk a little bit about the, the Twin Cities media. And I know it's an evergreen subject on this show because if my blog and this show has done anything over its combined 20-odd years in existence, it's, let's just say, call out the Twin Cities media for its myopia and one-sidedness. And it's only gotten worse over the years. I mean, you used to be able to find reporters and news outlets in the Twin Cities mainstream media who would at least cover both sides of an issue, would at least allow for the fact that there was a competent, sane, rational perspective that wasn't that of the DFL. And you don't see that anymore. I mean, outside of explicitly conservative media like Alpha News and, and the Senate of the American Experiment and this broadcast and my blog and, and the remaining conservative blogs in the Twin Cities, we are the ones who ask the questions. I mean, there was a brief stretch during the, during the uh, riots and the pandemic to a much lesser extent. But during the riots, you started hearing the unthinkable, actual Twin Cities mainstream media reporters asking tough questions of those in power. And I remember thinking even at the time, at the time when you had Carol Evans anchors, who are normally the most rigorously compliant with DFL orthodoxy in the Twin Cities, actually asking rhetorically, of course, on the air as they watched the riots and as they watched Lake Street burning and as they watched parts of St. Paul burning, what is the plan? What What is the, the, the strategy to take back control of the city for, you know, all the rest of us? Of course, they didn't ask, if they asked it of the governor and of the various mayors, it, it didn't last long, but it happened. But not since then. In fact, the, the, the intellectual and political and ideological echo chamber of the Twin Cities media has only circled its wagons more tightly than they were before. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I asked a question that uh, no Twin Cities journalist could ever seem to bring themselves to ask. Uh, it, it followed a Fox 9 story about uh, social me- a viral social media post highlighting, quote, real needs at food banks. 
uh, pointed out that, that food banks are struggling to keep up. Now, I, I couldn't help but ask, because if you're an actual reporter, and I should not reporter, an actual journalist, someone who actually, and, and by the way, there's different definitions of journalist. If you're a Twin Cities reporter, you think it's someone with a tin journalist badge who gets a paycheck from a news outlet, no matter how incurious, how incapable of critical thought, how unwilling to challenge the preconceptions of their social circle, lest they lose access. And others, it's people who write about the world they see, who relate issues about the world, maybe with a point of view, maybe without. Uh, and and I, I choose the latter definition because that's me. I write about the world I see. By that definition, I am every bit as much of a journalist as anyone on the on the TV, as anyone working for the Star Tribune or former Star Tribune writers working for, for MinPost. At any rate, there's four questions I couldn't help but asking. Number one, seeing that, that food shelves are running out of food and having a tough time keeping up with a brisk market, the DFL is telling us constantly, relentlessly, that DFL's econo- uh, that Minnesota's economy rather is just humming right along. So what's with all the demand for food? By the way, question number two: the Biden administration is telling us relentlessly and without cease, and parroted by the mainstream media, that Bidenomics has the nation's economic blender set to puree. So, all of us who are seeing evidence that this is not true. Are we just believing our lying eyes? Uh, number three, if we're providing, quote, free, end quote, breakfast and lunch to every pre-K through 12 student in the state, that should take a huge burden off the state's food shelf system, right? And yet it seems it is not. And, and here's another question. Question number four, in a state clogged to the gills with entitled preening people with little tin journalist badges on, working for institutions with transmitters and printing presses whose job is supposed to be comforting the afflicted and afflicting the comfortable. In this state full of preening, entitled, largely vacuous people, with a few notable exceptions, why is it that a schnook blogger from St. Paul and talk show host, mind you, on on his spare time, is the only person asking these questions. Not the only person. You've got Bill Glahn at the Center of the American Experiment. You've got the people from Alpha News. You've got Rebecca Brannon, who doesn't focus so much on economics. She's more of a crime reporter. And one of the few genuine journalists in the Twin Cities. Why are we the only ones asking these questions? Channel 4, Channel 5, Channel 9, Channel 11, Minnesota Public Radio, Star Tribune, Pioneer Press, Sahan News, Reformer, MinPest uh, Post. Those are nine news outlets. Not a single part. Am I missing one? There's usually some other flash-in-the-pan lefty news journal out there. Mint News. Whatever happened to Mint News? They were the next big thing five years ago. They, They seem to have gone the way of the after-dinner mint. Who knows? Anyway, I just named five news outlets. Oh, the, the enormous 830, which still has technically a news department, I think. They do. At least a reporter or two out there. Five, ten news outlets. 
Has anyone asked the governor if the if the the governors, I should say, Governor Clink and, and co-governor Flanagan, if Minnesota's economy is humming so hard, what's with the deal with the food shelves? If Bidenomics has saved the world, why the deal with the food shelves? If we're feeding all the kids in Minnesota two meals a day, why is that not making an impact? And why am I the only one, along with my friends in the right-leaning media, the only ones asking these questions? We've got government news. I could say, okay, NPR might lose its funding or get its chain yanked. Something I would have never said 10 years ago, by the way. But the rest of you, why, when it comes to the basic mission that journalism in America is supposed to have, comforting the afflicted, afflicting the comfortable, asking the tough questions, holding government accountable, why are all of you in the mainstream media, those nine outlets, so utterly, completely, droolingly useless? Why? You know we can't actually have a democracy without a media that holds government accountable, right? You do know this. Help me help you. Help me help you. Help me help you. (sighs) Another hour to go. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Turn market volatility into opportunity today by investing with the big institutions, not against them. Many people are getting taken advantage of by Wall Street. Learn why their returns are so much better than the average novice 401k investor. Learn the skills to be a better steward of your own money. Call for a free in-center or virtual investing class today at 952-814-4410. Call Online Trading Academy at 952-814-4410. Or go to learnwithota.com. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. PragerTopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, PragerTopia Unlimited. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Are you tired of going online every day and getting news meant to make you afraid and anxious? And all that meaningless celebrity gossip fighting for your attention? Want something different? Something positive? Make your homepage Christianity.com. Replace the bad news and fake news with the good news. The life-changing gospel truth meant to encourage your daily walk with Christ. With daily devotionals, answers to life's tough questions, and meaningful Bible study from your favorite pastors and authors on today's current events and issues, you now have a homepage that reflects your life and your faith. 
Don't settle for the negativity and superficiality that the rest of the Internet offers. Instead, choose a homepage that will uplift you and strengthen your faith. Join the thousands of others who have made the switch to Christianity.com and experience the difference that good news can make in your life. Don't wait any longer to make a change. Choose Christianity.com as your homepage today and embrace the positivity and inspiration that comes with the good news of Jesus Christ. Overwhelmed by your next move? Then take action and call Action Moving, your local Atlas Van Lines agent. With 27 years' experience, Action Moving provides quality, reliable moves guaranteed. Get free estimates and competitive rates on local and interstate moves at 1-800-328-3803 or go to actionmoving.com. That's 1-800-328-3803 and mention you heard it on Hittner Real Estate's Chalk Talk Radio. Member of the Better Business Bureau. AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.